You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. It's 6.34. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. I'm your host, Jimmy Moyaha, and we're taking a look at Discam. And joining me for that is another person I thoroughly enjoy speaking to about these things, founder at Just One Lap, Simon Brown. Uh, good evening, Simon. Always happy to speak to you. And it seems every time we talk, something's happening. There's always something going on and this time it's Diskem um, and I suppose some of the developments that are happening around Diskem aren't too surprising um, but let's let's take a journey down this uh, rabbit hole and I suppose we, we can start the journey back uh, let, let's start with this week right so we'll recap a couple of years but let's start with this week um, latest announcement being that the sale of shares by uh, Ivan and Saul Saltzman in their individual capacities or through their uh, proxy organizations, 1.5 billion rand of uh, Diskem stock sold off and Coronation was more than happy to scoop that up. Yeah, hey, Jimmy, evening, always great to chat. So 1.5 billion, I mean, these are, these are, these are crazy numbers for you, I, and the listeners. But for the Saltzman, it, 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 I mean, it really, it, their remaining stake, Ivan Saltzman's remaining stake in Discam is just under 30%, and it's worth about 7 billion rand. Um, I think there are a couple of important things here, two really. The one is, as you say, Coronation, we're more than happy to snap them up. Um, and Coronation actually holds 29.8% uh, of, of Discam, making them half a percent more than Ivan uh, Saltzman's uh, uh, holding there. So that's a really big show of support by Coronation. They showed out this 1.5 billion rand. Um, and have got a, a significant stake in, in, in the business. And and in terms of, of the Saltzman sales, I mean, when they listen Listed the company back in the day. This really was a, you know, they used the listing for the classic. This is an exit. You, you list for a few ways. One of them is, you know, this is an exit. Uh, you, you, you're getting old. You're moving on, and you, you want to move it into the public domain. And over time, you will sell down the stake. We've seen it with others, uh, you know, uh, Christo Visa and, and others who have slowly, at time, sort of sold down their stake as they move out of the companies which they founded and or, and or took to, to 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 glory days. So this is not unexpected. Um, I think it's very very orderly. Rather. You know, coronation then they try and put 1.5 billion rand into the into the market um and and i don't think it's concerning at all i I think it is the founders who we must remember founded this back in the 70s this is a 40 year old business that they've been working at absolutely and i was just coming to that it's a 46 year old business in 2024 they founded in 1978 and something interesting that you said simon around the fact that this is an exit and what an exit this is right so if we take a journey back to uh just the last couple of years so just the last three years in 2021 they sold down from their previous shareholding down to 35.1 percent and they netted mm-hmm. 5.5 billion rand as a family there then 2022 they sold three of the warehouses back into the disc game group netted uh, 200 plus million rand there kept quiet in 2023 decided oh, that was okay then last <laughs> week in Last week, they sold the headquarters for 500 plus million. This week, they sold the shares for 1.5 billion. We're looking at seven, almost eight billion rand to the family in the last three years. If that's not a good exit, I don't know what is. I agree with you 100%. And let's be clear, Discam, I mean, you know, 1978, it didn't exist. 
and and now it's it's just a feature. It's up there. It's it's toe to toe with 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 clicks. Um, it has been a phenomenal success by the family, and and we all know Discam. The family itself. I mean, as an investor, it only came to market what seven eight years ago. Um, as a family, they 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 keep a low key. They have done spectacularly well. The remaining stake, you know, is worth another nine billion if ever they want to sell down completely. But truthfully, they can just take dividends for the rest of their life. Let's look at that dividend side because. 26 billion rand market cap on a company with a 1.38% dividend yield. Uh, is that a good buy? The share price is at the top end of its range at the moment, of its 52-week range. Is it a good time to be getting in for an investor that says, you know what, I would like to get a piece of uh, Discam perhaps from a longer-term point of view? Because certainly for the Saltzman family, they got in at zero. So yeah. it, it, you don't want to be comp- you don't want to be benchmarking against them. Uh, but is it a good time to get in on the stock? I think it's expensive. I mean, just on a, on a simple PE, it's trading on a forward of 26. Uh, that is that that's fairly chunky. But I mean, this is a sector, and if if you you know if we if we look at clicks, uh, they're trading on a forward of uh, 26. I mean, the, these are are expensive stocks, and I and I bet if I throw a shop right into it, I'm going to get the same story. And and that comes down to the problem. We got to divorce. Oh no, shop right only a, a forward a PE of 22. You got to divorce the 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 quality of the company this game is absolutely great uh says clicks says shop right with the price that you're paying mm. and, and in some cases i look at the prices and i think you know what i might pay a higher price in future but i might get a better valuation if that makes sense and i think that is so important and as a as a as a long-term investor the only thing you truly control is what you will buy and then the price that you will pay the future profits the the price that you sell at all of that is beyond your control, and I, I guard that 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 price that I pay quite fiercely. And let's be clear: sometimes I never get a price that I really really like, um, and I and I miss stocks as a result. Um, but it 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 just it, it really helps if you can be a little bit better on the price. And I think you know no one's doubting this claim as a quality, uh, but it is expensive. Absolutely. And on that, I actually do wonder, I mean, I like that you brought up that ShopRite angle because I wanted to then say, as compared to some of the other retailers that might have a bit uh, more diversity, would you not then want to be Mm. looking at uh, something different, something that jumps to mind that you could... It's not necessarily uh, an apples with apples uh, kind of conversation, but an argument could be made for it if you're if you're throwing the shop rights into the mix. Is a pick and pay? You're getting that at twenty two rand. They've got probably a larger footprint in terms of store base than a discam might have at this stage, and. They now have a management team that understands the business because they built the business, and I mean, Sean Summers was there for years. Do you then not say um, yes? They had a loss-making year, but as you said, it has nothing to do with profits and losses in the year um, and everything to do with the underlying fundamentals that that you'd look at from a business perspective. Taking nothing away from Discam, of course, and taking nothing away from everything that the Saltzman family has built. Um, 46 years uh, of hard work. I mean, I'd take a 10 billion rand payout for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and you would be 100% deserving of it. I, I So pick and pay is, is an interesting one. In the one sense, they have been having their lunch eaten. The, the ShopRite trading update earlier in the week, they now claim 58 consecutive months of market share gain. Some of that's coming from the mom and pop grocer on the corner and the Spaza shop, 100%. But a lot of it is coming from Spa, who had the CRM problem in, in, in KZN, or rather the SAP problem. Uh, and a lot of it's coming from pick and pay. 
to your point, Sean Summers, if anyone can, then Sean Summers is, is the person that you that you that you trust to do that. Um, you've also got a chart that's looking very very interesting, and, and and here comes just from a technical perspective around the 25 to to 26 rand is proper resistance. So you can trade up to that level, i.e. by now in the low 30, 23s, looking for that as a target. My view is I don't use gearing or derivatives. I would hold this for a year or three if it carries on going my way. And I would wait for it to break through that. And then you've got an, an interesting entry into a, a, a stock that the risks are there. Um, it's not that pick and pay is going to disappear, but from a financial perspective, will there have to be a, a rights issue? Um, those sort of con con concerns potentially. Um, if anyone can fix it, it is Sean Summers, but it is going to be a, a long and, and, and hard path. So I take your point. He has a stock that is uh, beaten down, uh, got some value to it, and you can make a, a, a story around got a, a potentially better future than it has right now. It's going to be tough. ShopRite's not going to roll over and give up number one. Speaking of making stories around it, we're definitely going to have to dig into Pick and Pay and the other retailers at another time. Uh, for now, uh, we'll leave it at that. Thanks so much, Simon. Uh, that's Simon Brown, founder at Just One Lap, uh, chatting to us about the latest well-deserved payday for the Saltzman family and Diskim. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.